Welcome to the Spurs Up Show, home of the best Gamecocks content on the internet. The following is brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to. $100. Price Picks is the simplest fantasy game on the market focused around prop total entries. You pick two to six players and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. Price Picks has no sharks, optimizers, or mass multi entry. It's literally just you against the projection. They also allow mixed sport entry. So, for example, you can take the over on LeBron, parlay with the under on Mahomes. They've got college sports, pro sports, literally anything and everything you can think of. They have got it over at Prize Picks. They also have a slick, easy to use mobile app, both on the App Store and Google Play. And they're rated 4.8 stars in the App Store with Rave. Review. So many fans and listeners of the Spurs Up Show have made tons of money with our friends at Prize Picks, and you should as well. So, again, go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it! We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. know it in the SEC. There's been a lot of debate and banter about what's good for the Southeastern Conference, what's good for college football. For starters, an eight-game or a nine-game conference schedule. 
an eight-game or a nine-game conference schedule. It was announced last week, actually, June the 1st. I believe this was Thursday. Yes, on Thursday, Greg Sankey in Destin at SEC Spring Meetings said that teams will play eight conference games plus one required opponent from the ACC, the Big Ten, the Big 12, the Pac-12, or a major independent during the 2024 season when Oklahoma and Texas join the league. Also, and here's the big kicker, we had talked about this last week. There was rumor about it. There's been speculation for months, but it's officially official. The SEC is going to eliminate divisional standings in football, and really, I guess, all across all sports, but they're eliminating divisional standings beginning in 2024. <clears throat> the SEC championship game, will feature the two teams in the conference standings, the top two teams, I should say, in the conference standings at the end of the regular season. So, a single standings model will take place. This is all coming via at SEC underscore Chuck, Chuck Dunlap on Twitter. He says the single standings format will allow every school to play every other school at a minimum of two times in a four-year period regardless of whether the SEC utilizes an eight-game or nine-game format for future conference competition. So there's obviously an emphasis on having more unique matchups or just more of these matchups happening more consistently, right? They're not there being a decade delay between when South Carolina plays Alabama, for example, or, right? or like Georgia hasn't gone to College Station and you know since Texas A&M joined the league. There won't be that big of a delay. We will see more of these games happening on a more consistent basis. Chuck Dunlap also mentions that each school's opponents for the 2024 season, they will be announced June the 14th on a special primetime show on SEC Network, and dates of games will be announced at a later date. And with all that being said, I, I just wanted to, you know, bring this to the forefront and bring this to the focus. Because I'll tell you guys this, when it comes to the eight-game, nine-game debate, it's really not a long, drawn-out debate for me. I like the nine-game conference schedule. If they want to stick it eight, I understand. I think what most people, though, especially on social media, are missing the point. Greg Sankey's a businessman. And Greg Sankey is going to do what's best for the SEC. And when I say best, that S in best is a dollar sign, right? He's going to do what's best for them when it comes to the financial figures. And having this bargaining power, having this leverage, it's invaluable. I'm right. Leverage. You talk to anybody who does business. Having leverage, that's the go-to. That's the kicker. That's what you want. You want to have that. You want to be holding the cards. You want to have the ace in your hand, if you will. So I understand why Greg Sankey's holding out. I think the SEC probably will at some point go to that nine-game conference schedule. And you got to love the energy from Greg Sankey just kind of saying, like, we don't care about the outside noise at all. Hey, look at that. Look at the national title game. We're going to do what we want to do. That's how you expect a leader to act, to avoid and to ignore this outside noise, if you will. Okay? So, anyways, when it comes to, though, this single standings model, and I mentioned this before, and it's something that maybe Gamecock Nation, Gamecock fans will not want to hear. But South Carolina's chances of ever winning the Southeastern Conference, they diminish significantly with this news. Because you think about already, I mean, right now, guys, in an East and West model, okay, 
You don't even worry about the SEC West outside of your cross-divisional games. In the East, you just really need to take down Georgia. You got to have a season in which, hey, you got the right quarterback, you're a veteran team, you've beefed up the lines of scrimmages, and you're able to take down Georgia. Right now, Georgia's what's really standing in your way. I know Tennessee's there. I know Florida's there. I know Kentucky's there, Mizzou. But Georgia's that one. Now, to get to the SEC title. Now, with a single standings model, you look at it. Who's in your way? The top two teams in the SEC. Doesn't matter division. There are no more divisions. They'll play for the conference championship. Oklahoma. Texas. Auburn. LSU. Alabama, Ole Miss, Georgia, Tennessee, Kentucky, Mizzou, Florida. The list of teams you now have to leapfrog to get to Atlanta just got much longer, right? I know it's already tough in the SEC East. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. But in the East, you upset Georgia. I mean, this year, look at this year. You upset Georgia. Hey, you got the upper hand. You are on the path through Atlanta. Think of how many teams you're going to have to upset. And maybe there's some years that with this scheduling thing, the schedule breaks well, but I doubt it. The schedule's always going to be hard. And with the way it's cycling, the years that you miss the best teams, it's going to be very rare. And especially when you factor in your permanent opponent or permanent opponents, whatever, Georgia's probably going to be one of them. Georgia's probably going to be one of them. And you got to play Clemson every year, which doesn't factor in the SEC thing. But either way, the schedule is going to be tough every year. Here's where I fall on it, though. So you asked me today, will South Carolina ever win an SEC championship? I'd probably favor no over yes. Here's the thing, though. You don't have to to achieve the ultimate goal. And that goes for a lot of SEC teams. I think the SEC teams like the Kentuckys, the Carolinas, the Ole Misses, the Mississippi States, maybe even the Tennessees, you throw them in there. With the expanded playoff, with the expanded playoff coming into play, in 2024. Here's the thing, guys. You don't have to win your conference to go to the playoff. You don't have to win the SEC championship. You don't even have to go. You don't even have to go, guys. If you're a 10-win or more, if you're a 10-win SEC team, we'll say, you're a 10-win SEC team, you're going to the playoff. It'll be a very rare occurrence that you don't go to the playoff. 
So how does this single standings model, what does it mean for Carolina football? What does it mean for Shane Beamer and his goals? Every single coach has goals, right? You know, win the East, win the state, win the SEC, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. What does it mean for the goals at South Carolina? And not necessarily how we judge Shane Beamer's success, but maybe on what success will look like in the future, three, four years down the road. Because if you can win the SEC, I mean, guys, obviously, that's an incredible feat. That's an incredible season. And especially to overcome and jump all the hurdles, right? You just increased your hurdles by three or four. That's my whole point of why the single standings model does not help South Carolina win the SEC. But I think the year-in, year-out goal, it should no longer to be to win the SEC. It should no longer even be to get to Atlanta. Just get to the college football playoff. Get in the playoff. With a single standings model and a 12-team playoff, you can get to the playoff. You can have a 10-2 and two season and get there. I'm not trying to put limiting beliefs and limiting expectations on Beamer. Hey, can they go 11-1? Sure. Maybe all these 24 offensive linemen and these guys they're bringing in, they're, 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 they're going to be proven dudes. They're going to be studs up front. And Lenora Sellers is him. And, hey, this team goes undefeated. Maybe so. But you ask, why, why, why the expanded playoff? Why are you in favor? Well, guys, from the South Carolina vantage point, the 12-team playoff is keeping the Gamecocks in the game. It's keeping the Gamecocks in play for something significant. And that is the national championship. Even if you don't win the freaking national title, going to the playoff, that's huge for your program. That's a huge boost for the program. And so I think now the goals and the expectations, they change a bit. I think now the goals and the expectations, I think they do change. I think they absolutely do change. And I'm not necessarily, you know, I think adding Oklahoma, Texas, I understand why they're going single standings model. I, I think the pods was a pipe dream. I think the pods was probably most people's attempts at keeping more teams, again, in the game for longer. Because you think about, you know, fan bases. And unfortunately, we we are in a, a culture of college football where – if you're not winning the SEC, if you're not winning the national championship, if you didn't get in the playoff, well, your season was a wash. Are you in? If it's yes, you had a good year. And if it's not, you had a crappy year. And I hate that. I, I really do. I, maybe that's a topic for another day, but I hate that. I, I hate the fact that you go you go eight and four and it's like you had a terrible season. You suck. It's like you're either the national champion or you suck. There is no middle ground for people. Granted, a lot of people don't have more than a couple brain cells. So I understand it. But it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate that it's labeled as such. But I think for South Carolina, again, I think for this program, and I, I promise I'm not trying to set limiting expectations, limiting beliefs. Shane Beamer has proven time and time again, he will prove you and I and everybody else wrong at every turn. I don't doubt Shane Beamer for a second. There's a reason it is Beamer ball to the moon. But with the single standings model and how much tougher it's going to be, I think all of a sudden, the trajectory of the program and where, where that is going, maybe it changes course just ever so slightly. I mean, I think you still make a goal is to win the SEC, no doubt. Of course you want to win the SEC. But in the back of your mind, you're thinking to yourself, okay, 
We go 10 and 2. We're getting in the playoff. Hell, 9 and 3 could maybe get you in. Potentially, maybe. Probably not every year, but I bet you some years. Because the SEC, there's a reason so many teams, guys, want to join the SEC. And I know we've had the, the conversation before the hypothetical should the Gamecocks have never left the S at the ACC? Should they go back to the ACC? Some people will still talk about should they go back to the ACC? There's a reason so many teams want to come to the SEC. Because in the SEC, it's where the best ball is played, so your team gets the benefit of the doubt. 9-3 SEC team, probably going to get the benefit of the doubt over a 10-2, and two, you know, MAC team, right? I mean, they are, for sure, 11-1. 9-3 SEC team is going to get the benefit of the doubt over a lot of other teams out there. They are. So the goals shift ever so slightly. The trajectory stays basically the same, but I think the new goal for kind of football will be, you know, it's not about, well, if, you know, because we talked about when Beamer was hired, and a lot of people said, well, you know, if, 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 and you look at the program right now, it, how long before you expect Beamer to have South Carolina in the SEC title? For me, that convo changes. For me, that convo is how long before we see South Carolina realistically competing to get in the college football playoff? Because I think that's an easier path. That's what's crazy. And what's wild, too, you think about it, guys, the 12-team playoff, the SEC champion, no doubt, is getting in. The loser of the SEC title, they're also getting in. Without a doubt. And you're probably going to have, at minimum, I'd say two more SEC teams. You're probably going to have four SEC teams. Some years, I bet, you'd have five SEC teams get in that playoff. There is no reason in my mind, guys, why South Carolina cannot be a very frequent competitor for the college football playoff. We talked about it before. What is What are realistic year-in, year-out expectations for Shane Beamer at South Carolina. What are realistic year-in, year-out expectations for Shane Beamer's football program? And I've said, many of you have agreed, some disagreed, but many of you have agreed what I said. I think Shane Beamer, and you got to walk where you can run, keep that in mind. I think Shane Beamer can take South Carolina and turn them into a realistic, consistent, year-in, year-out, eight to nine wins per year program. Eight to nine wins per year. I think he can do that. I absolutely think that he can do that. Okay? And every three to four years, I said previously, every three to four years, you got the right quarterback, you're a veteran team, the, the schedule somehow, some way breaks in your favor, right? Based off like home and away maybe. And you're able to get to the SEC championship every three to four years. Let's say every four years. I think, honestly, though, guys, I, I think all of a sudden, like, you can say that it could happen more frequently. When you start talking college football playoff instead of SEC title, it can happen more frequently than every four years. Really, truly. Because if you're if you're an eight to nine win per year program, realistically, I'm not talking about you know, every now and then you're winning eight. I'm talking about you're winning eight to nine every single year. That means that your ceiling every year, we do, we do best case, worst case, your ceiling is going to be the one of a, probably an 11-win team, which means, you know, you have a year where things go well and it clicks, it goes your way, you're a 10-win team, you're in the playoff. 
it'll be a very realistic thing. So I think Shane Beamer, guys, he's obviously doing a phenomenal job, can turn South Carolina into a damn near yearly competitor for the playoff. And I think that's going to be more realistic than setting the goal of, well, well when's, when's Shane Beamer going to win an SEC championship? I think the goal is the playoff, man. And if you have the team to go undefeated, great. But it's going to get even, and it just got even harder with this single standings model. So I think college football playoff appearances over SEC titles. I think that is the goal. I think Shane Beamer and company will set that as the goal. And I think it's a goal South Carolina can realistically achieve. And hey, from there, you start getting in the playoff, the exposure that brings, what that does for recruiting. Hey, maybe you can get to that level of Georgia, Alabama, LSU, what have you. But you got to walk where you can run. I think, hey, if walking is getting to the playoff, I think we'll all take that in a heartbeat. So, college football playoff appearances. College football's changing for our eyes. Eight-game, nine-game conference schedule. Single standings model. Do not fret. I think it can actually benefit Gamecocks football in the long run. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.